0: This is Airport Information Mike. Wind at 320 degrees at 6 temperature. It's just where I'm going to land. Only the word is crash.
1: Welcome to the Wager Zone. With me, as always, is Dynamite. David, we got a lot to talk about. Yep. We got some college football to get into, uh, A lot of soccer to get into, some interesting matchups over the weekend, much better than the uh, last week, especially in the Premier League. We're going to finish up our NFL uh, preview series, because the NFL is about to kick back off, and then we'll have sort of a part two special edition show like we had last week with all our NFL futures. So, uh, are you feeling good about your college football futures after uh, one week into the season?
0: Some yes, some (laughs) not so much, but uh, we'll see how it all shakes out at the end of the season.
1: All right, so let's kick <clears throat> things off in soccer and uh, sort of touch on our soccer futures and update how they're going as we go into the international break here. Uh, let's uh, let's skip Friday. Luton Town-West Ham sort of played out how you thought it would play out if they, they could have gotten any win. It was probably going to be that yeah. first win at home, uh, but they didn't. But let's go into Tottenham-Burnley. Now, granted, this isn't a high, high matchup, but Tottenham once again Flying Son uh takes over for Will Charleston in the middle, gets a hat trick. Uh Tottenham is probably right now, other than maybe Brighton, the best team to watch in the Premier League. Yeah. Uh are Tottenham now a real threat to make it in that top four, you think? Defensively, still
0: yeah. still a well, little
1: shady. This game could have been nine five, nine six, 6 as it was five two.
0: They're kinda their their schedule was weak at the beginning. And so uh they've been playing a lot of teams that they should be scoring goals on, and, and they've been winning games. Um, I'm interested to see if they can keep getting these three, four, yeah. five goals and then they start playing uh, the, the likes of, you know, Brighton and City yeah. and some of these other teams. But um,
1: Manchester United, though. <laughs> we'll get to them later. So,
0: I mean, if, if this is their game plan to just outscore, if they're going to go kind of like a Liverpool and, 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 you know, Arsenal and just, you know, score uh, – yeah, I mean, it's working for them now. They they look really great on offense, but they're still just give up goals yeah. really easily. Uh,
1: I, I, Burnley could have scored more. Now, that being said, Tottenham could have scored more, too. There were opportunities galore, which is at least fun to watch, especially from you yeah. know what we've watched Tottenham beat well, the last couple last years. Last
0: year, Tottenham was just a snooze fest, <laughs> yeah. so this year it's, it's becoming a lot better.
1: Yes. Uh, I think that helps, too, sort of cover up. Uh, some of the defensive warts. At least you're entertained here and not watching a team sit back. Well,
0: and you have a better shot at a draw if you can at least score goals.
1: Yeah. Uh, So let's say you can go back Tottenham top four bet. Would you be confident in it, more confident uh, than you probably were at the start of the year?
0: Definitely. Yeah, I definitely think they're one of the teams, especially with Newcastle kind of showing uh, where they're at. I think I I would trade them. uh, Yes. And so, yeah, we'll we'll get to them here in a minute as well. Well,
1: I think we'll get to two teams that we might be bumping down (laughs) from the top four. Uh, We'll start off, I I think we were both a little angry because I think earlier that morning we were both sort of like hinting and hawing that we wanted to take Nottingham Forest. And we just couldn't do it. And uh, lo and behold, we should have taken Nottingham Forest. uh, Because this basically played out like... uh, I don't know every Chelsea game we've seen for the last year and a half. Uh lots of possession. Uh two or three opportunities that were very badly missed. Forrest finds a goal, game over, one nothing. Um I, I just think this is what Chelsea is. Yep. Mean, you know nothing has they've shown this year other than beating Luton at home with a couple goals, which I totally just earmark. Everything has been a struggle to get goals for this Chelsea Yeah, team. this
0: this was a team I thought that, you know, some of their purchases and, and spending over the offseason would be one of the teams to change for the better this year, and they've proven me wrong there. Um, if anything, they may be worse this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, especially, you know, losing at home to Forrest. That's just unacceptable. I mean, Forrest has got two wins on the season yeah. already, four games in. That's... Really solid. Yeah, I know. And speaking, and a of, win. speaking of, speaking uh-huh. of, I think Forest may be well, competing a, for thi- for top half. That's what I was going to ask. All right, uh, and they're making moves too.
1: Forrest has played four games now. I, you know, uh, they probably should have gotten something out of that Man United yeah. game. We'll yeah. get into <laughs> the coach complaining about officiating later on. That's uh, pot calling the kettle black, but I, I, I don't think Forrest can get in that top six. Probably not even top eight, but I. I it, this is a pretty good team. Yeah. I think we both watched them.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh pretty much all four games this year and been like they're kind of good. Well,
0: and you know, if they're the one of those teams if, you know, they just keep building year over yeah. year and slowly start creeping up. I mean, their first couple of years they hung around right at the bottom of the table, but they're slowly starting to move yeah. back up. And uh you know, if they keep this momentum and they're willing to spend, yeah.
1: Yeah. I I've, I've <laughs> been impressed by Forest. It's now not one of those where I'm just going to be real aggressive taken against them. We we weren't quite there taking for them on the road versus Chelsea, but I think we're starting to grow into it. Yeah. Uh you know, Chelsea probably the perfect fodder. I don't know if I can make <laughs> myself take them out of Liverpool or not, but uh, you know, um probably should have grabbed that one when we could, but yep. Nottingham Forest definitely up. Uh on the other end, Newcastle. Uh Whew. somehow the <laughs> 2 weeks before Spiraled into an even worse performance. Uh, 3-1 doesn't even do this justice. Uh, their cheap little goal in yeah. the dying seconds of the game. Uh, Brighton just, just total
0: domination lit them up. Well, uh, you could tell Brighton was pissed after yeah. that, uh, the game last week against West Ham, and they took it out on Newcastle. Yeah.
1: Uh, I, I think the first text message <laughs> I sent you because I talked to you last week uh, about Eddie Howe was, are we sure he's safe? Because, uh, you know, I, I think you can talk away... The other two performances, even though maybe the style play is not what you want, and I I think everybody knows Brighton's a good team, but this was just Brighton. Not only was the good team, they looked like the better team in every level. Yeah, there was no, it wasn't competitive in the midfield and offensively. And you know, even if you ask me right now, I I would tell you Brighton probably going to finish ahead of Newcastle now. They're on the break. Maybe they come back, retool. This is uh, uh, this is probably your most difficult stretch uh, of games. You know, you played right here. Man City, Liverpool, Brighton. It doesn't get much harder than that. But, uh, I mean, other than that Aston Villa win that they had at the start of the year, they've been just bad. At, basically as bad as anybody that we've seen play at the bottom of the table here.
0: Yeah, I think they're going to, you know... And not
1: entertaining to watch, which last year they were entertaining to watch.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking after this international break, if they don't get some momentum going, we could start to see some changes. But I think, you know, their schedule will become a little bit more favorable. So hopefully you'd see uh, some changes there and maybe get some wins and get some points on the table. But, yeah, uh, if they don't turn things around after this break – Watch out for some firings, I think. Yeah,
1: I think uh, <laughs> next week with the international break, we'll do a little bit of the Champion League group breakdown. Uh, they didn't get any favors <laughs> yeah. in that draw either, so uh should be an interesting couple months yeah. here for uh, Newcastle. Uh, let's flip things over to Liverpool. Um, I-, I think this is the most complete Liverpool performance. Yeah. I think either of us have seen uh, since, you know, uh, two years ago when they were contended for that trouble
0: yeah I'm starting to feel a little bit better about the uh, futures I had yeah. on Liverpool because uh, I think me and you both had some plays on them top four finishes I think and uh they're starting to look like it they're they're yeah. they're playing better they're getting goals and uh and uh yeah getting some momentum yeah
1: um we haven't gotten into Arsenal yet, but if <laughs> let's knock Man City off and just put them atop. They yeah. aren't even playing well in yeah. crushing teams, uh, you know, three one five one. one uh, But for that two-spot to say the contender to try to challenge Man City, would you rather have Liverpool or Arsenal right now?
0: Liverpool, no yeah. question, hands down. Uh, I'd almost halfway be tempted to take Tottenham over Arsenal yeah. right now.
1: Yeah, uh, we'll get to that game here in a second. (laughs) One thing on Villa, uh, I'm getting a little nervous here. Uh, You know, Bonima got out right before the season started. Then Tyrone Minks blows out his knee. And and then this game, you you saw Diego Carlos. So they're basically down three of their top sort of four guys that defend slash cover the middle of the field. Um, You know, they didn't present much here. Going to Liverpool, always a difficult thing, but I'm getting a little worried bodies wise. You know, where I thought Villa could maybe be an outside contender for that top six without that defensive, and now having to put people that are not on that high end level into your defense, Uh, this could get a little ugly. I doubt they'll go into, like, a relegation battle because the two weeks before you saw them play low-level teams and they sort of wiped the floor with them. But I think it's going to be difficult now to sort of contend for one of those top six spots. Yeah, I
0: I think at this point they're just probably going to ride through the season. Um, See if you
1: can get in the top half. Yeah,
0: I had some plays on them finishing kind of near the top as well in our futures, and I'm a little disappointed, but – as long as they don't lose to the teams they should be, yeah. I think they're going to make it through. Uh, but I don't think... And always should...
1: tough to go there to play on the road. Yeah,
0: but I, I don't think we're going to see anything special out yeah. of this season. I, um, just bad
1: luck to sort of start the year. Yep. It's not one of those teams like a Man City you can just start, you know, half your team's hurt and the next half comes in and it's still top 25 <laughs> players in the league. Uh, you know, they've lost three guys now who are probably three of their top six guys. Yeah. Be, that becomes difficult to sort of uh, balance out. So we'll see if Villa can sort of recoup after the break. Uh, probably the biggest game uh, of the uh, weekend and probably the rivalry the Premier League built, granted in a time uh, when both these teams were a little better. Uh, Arsenal-Man United, it, it wasn't really a bad game.
0: It's but, a lot closer than the score would yeah, indicate, it, for sure. just...
1: I, I think you I'm think not
0: impressed by yeah, either one of these teams. You saw
1: both these teams. I mean, you basically Would, watch Man United play like Sheffield United and yeah. sit back the whole game and just try to counter once in a while. Now, once Hoyland got in there, it got a little better. And Arsenal, uh, you know, it's not as bad as Chelsea, but it's yeah. a lot of passing without much... Function up front.
0: Well, it's not a game you watch and you're like, oh, yeah, these are two of the best teams in the yeah. Premier League. No, I mean, you would think you'd be watching some middle of the road teams yes. that are scared to win or scared to lose, uh just, you know, not taking chances. Not... Well,
1: I'm a little afraid that might be what Manchester United is. Yeah. We'll give them a chance to get Hoyland in there. Like I said, that last 20 or so minutes when he got in there, they at least seemed like they wanted to go forward, um, but. That's asking a lot of a 20-year-old, too, who barely played in the Serie A I, last
0: year. I have a little bit more hope for Arsenal than yeah. United, especially with them getting Gabriel to his yes. back uh, That's going to make a difference. I mean, heck, it, it definitely, you know, yeah. <laughs> got it there at the end. Um, but, yeah, this game is a lot closer than the 3-1. Not really either team is impressive. But Man U definitely more in the panic, especially since the they've got the two losses. Yeah. Um, so, We'll see where it goes. But, I—I I honestly, I could see both of these teams not in the top four.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to hold off <laughs> on Arsenal a little bit. Uh, they did make the change back to a normal back four, but they still kept Havertz on there. And other than whipping on a kick early in the game, it, it just looks like a body out there. It, a $70 million yeah body, but i that needs to be adjusted, you know. It's been four games. He started four games. Arsenal hasn't looked anything like, you know, what they looked like in uh, the Premier League last year. I, I can't say that's all related to Kai Havertz, but it's got to be something. Uh, speaking of struggling top tier teams, uh, Friday, Dortmund uh, played the aforementioned uh, Heidenheim who was playing in the localized fifth tier of German football, oh, 20 years ago. Um, That's basically like a (laughs) Y-League they were in. Now, they've managed to move their way up, but uh, Dortmund at home on a Friday night, up 2-0 in the first 15 minutes of the game, comes away 2-2. I mean, we talked about it a little last week, Panic button time in Dortmund. I, I think now it becomes real panic button time and I mentioned to Eddie Howe, coaching wise on the hot seat. I, I know they should have probably won the Bundesliga last year, but this team looks like a mid tier Bundesliga team yeah, right now.
0: Not not looking great. Um struggling to get you know, they got goals early. One was off of a penalty, uh, but just – and then giving up just cheap goals and then – And,
1: and to, hell, by the end of it
0: – They were Heine. they were hanging on yeah, for the draw. Looked yeah, looked more like
1: they were getting the golden than
0: Yeah, and, and, you know, the, another, they're another team that got a pretty tough Champions yeah. League draw that I don't know if they can make it out of their group. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it'll be interesting to see where they kind of put their focus. Are they going to try to advance in Champions League or are they going to try to stay near the top tier in yeah. Bundesliga? Because I think it's going to be a challenge. Yeah. Um, right now, I – there's a handful of teams I would take over Dortmund and Bundesliga. Yeah, uh,
1: from what I've seen, it, it just, it, you mix that with Jude Bellingham, it looks like that, you know, Dortmund's always been a team who's been able to sell, uh, you know, their young players off and and just keep replacing the young players. It, it seems like they're missing Jude Bellingham a whole lot, especially since he's basically carrying Real Madrid <laughs> yeah. to win every week. Yeah. Uh, now, but uh, I, I'm very, very nervous for Dortmund uh, because Bayern Leverkusen, Domstrat, you know, yep. say what you will, but uh, I, I think in years past, this is a game where we get something like we saw with Dortmund, where Leverkusen scores two goals in the first 15 minutes, yep. turns off, and, you know, somehow ends up in a tie in a team they're way, way better in. They just took Domstrat apart, they've yeah. taken everybody apart since they've started this season. So uh, I, I'm getting more and more impressed with Leverkusen here. We talked about it. How aggressive would you sort of be? We, we talked about doing a three-tier bet on Europa League, uh, the German Cup, and uh, in the Bundesliga, and taking them to win, and you could probably hit one of those three. Yeah. I think they were all about 16-1 to one there.
0: Well, I think I've seen some... Uh... To win Buddhist we're closer to 31-1. Yeah. to one, But both Europa and German Cup were about 14-15-1, yeah. which is really good value because um, the way they're playing right now, I put them right up there with Munich. Uh, you know, Boniface was, looked amazing yes. against Darmstadt. Like, he can create on his own, get some goals, uh, which is what Leverkusen's been needing. And I'm really impressed, and I think they're going to be right there.
1: Yeah, I... I- I mean, we talked about it. I haven't done it because we got that international break. I might start throwing a little bit of money on that. I think they could contend with this Munich team. Uh, Munich. Speaking of. (laughs) uh, They always struggle in Gladbach. Wasn't pretty, but I I think last year they don't get this win. This year they got, you know, the win uh, here. We get this Leverkusen-Munich game right when we get back uh, from uh, the break. We'll talk about it probably more when it's coming up, but how important do you think it is? I think it's really important to sort of lay down a marker for Leverkusen here to try to take this win from Munich uh, because Munich doesn't need it. They lose the game and be like, we'll end up winning it in the end. But I think if Leverkusen could go there, at least get some sort of point or a win out of it, I, I think we got game on. That's why I'm saying look at that future now. Yeah. Take it now because if Leverkusen goes in that game and wins it.
0: Oh, they'll be cut in it half. It'll, it'll be dropped. Yeah, they'll drop. Like if they can go in and win at Munich, I'd, I'd say that almost 30-1 to one to win. Bundesliga probably drops at least to 15. And yeah. then Europa and German Cups probably goes down to like 6, 7-1. Yeah, to Yeah, I think so, so for sure. Uh good value. I'll probably lock some of those in uh, this week, I, I think. But uh, also probably look at some plays in that game as yes. well. I think, you know, Definitely see both the score, the way these teams are playing. Um, they look at some over pyramids. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm excited for that match. Yeah. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah,
1: that one's <laughs> going to be one I'm pumped for. Uh, other team I wanted to talk about in, uh, you know, the Bundesliga. Uh, RB Leipzig, other than that uh, sort of loss to uh, Leverkusen, continues to play well. Went to Union Berlin, one yeah. 3 uh, Oh, dominated that game pretty well. They had control uh, for much of the game, which is difficult to do, so uh, I, I think Leipzig, maybe not as much of a contender as Leverkusen, they they're playing good football as well.
0: Yeah, they're playing really well, especially on the defensive side of things. I was a little disappointed um, that Union got that red card. Yeah. It was a stupid, yeah, no no need for yeah, that play, and it, yeah. and, it, and it took them out of the game. Yeah, it, and then
1: it was one zero, and Leipzig was dominating. But that's sort of the game that Union. Uh, can sneak that goal and come yeah. away with a tie. And once they got that red card, it was yeah. done.
0: It was over. And then Leipzig put them away there at the end. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Leipzig. I mean, right now they're looking better than Dortmund. I yeah. give them that. Um, so I, you know, that we, that's three teams we've talked about that we've got above Dortmund. And and you know, I'd even look at Stuttgart and yeah. maybe a couple others yeah. and sit I, in better. I, I will. Positions. S- I'll
1: say Stuttgart's played really, really yeah. well uh, to start the year. Uh, Bundesliga. Really, really entertaining. Uh, what hasn't been entertaining all that much has been La Liga. Uh, we won't talk much about it. Uh, Real Madrid sneaks away at another win because of Jude Bellingham. We mentioned it. Uh, I, I thought Barcelona once again looked terrible, uh, you know, and that was against Osasuna's B team. I have my own rant about that. They benched nine of their guys because... They played a conference league game on Thursday. So, heaven forbid, they played the guys (laughs) two days (laughs) off rest going into an international break where they all got 15 days off. Uh, We got another
0: Lewandowski goal.
1: We did get another Lewandowski (laughs) goal, kind of, uh, penalty, (laughs) but he did draw the penalty, so at least it was there. I, I didn't think they looked good, but good win over Osasuna's B team. Still a little salty on why we can't play our full team, but that's La Liga. It is what it is. Um, Nothing else. Uh, Madrid, Sevilla got postponed for weather. That's probably for the best for everybody not to (laughs) do that game. Sevilla's been awful, and uh, Atletico Madrid, uh, you know, they scored seven goals, so that probably means we're getting zero goals for a two-week stretch. But... uh, Not much else. Uh, Syria went basically uh, on form, I thought. Inter uh, dominated. Juventus dominated. uh, Florentina uh, sold off a handful of their guys. I I don't think they're going to be contending anymore. Um, And then uh, the French League.
0: PSG's winning again. uh,
1: They're going to be good again. Um, Granted, Monaco, entertaining football, I I think can hang around should be entertaining to watch those two play. But let's flip things over to the college side of things. Uh the season kicked off uh on Thursday. I I wouldn't say a ton of great material. Utah, Florida, 11. Yeah. Uh Utah's quarterback didn't play. Uh they handled the game pretty well. I I, I thought Florida played okay for what it was going to I... Utah, but this just sort of – it played like out like it was supposed to be scripted this way.
0: Yeah, I wasn't as impressed with Florida as what you were. I thought they played slow on defense. And uh, uh, even despite that, Utah left the door open most yeah. of this game when they should have dominated and put it away very early. So uh, I guess I, you can give Florida credit for hanging with them a yeah. little bit. But, uh, yeah, big win for Utah. But – I. I'm interested to see what happens when they get their quarterback back see yes. how good they look then. They didn't look like a national championship team no. against Florida, um, but they got the win. We'll see how they navigate the rest of their schedule. Yeah,
1: and we'll see how Florida goes. Uh, Nebraska, Minnesota, uh, do we want to say anything? Other Terrible than Big
0: Ten football.
1: Both teams looked awful. <laughs> Nebraska's done what they've basically done for the last – You know four or so years uh friday there wasn't a ton of big time games going on uh michigan
0: state took care of business
1: dominated miami of ohio michigan state uh stanford got one of their wins so i'm two wins away from my (laughs) over (laughs) there uh let's go into saturday uh before we kick that to end i have to say, I'm already sick of listening to announcers. And the big wins that all these teams do, I go into my rant every year. I hate preseason rankings. Yeah. We just get stupidity. And, you know, Colorado, good win at TCU. But, you know... We don't know how good TCU is just because TCU was good last year. Well, it does not mean they're good.
0: This I think, year. I think they brought back two players from their entire starting <laughs> defensive roster and last it year. Like it. <laughs> and then they lost their quarterback. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was this is a team that had a lot of changeover and it's yes. not like TCU is a perennial powerhouse. Yes. They have good years where they pop up and are good, but they also have down years. This is going to be one of their down yes. years. Um, let's pump the brakes a little bit on Colorado here. Um, but you know that's not going to happen because the media loves Dion.
1: Yeah. I good win. Yeah. That and they played well. It,
0: it The other thing I must say about Colorado, they're like two players. If one of them gets an injury, their season's done.
1: I think their season's pretty much done to begin with, but it's not just that. It's the Clemson Duke game and the Duke storming because they got a big win over a top 10 team. Uh did anyone watch that game and think Clemson was a top ten football team? It I also just drives me a little nuts preseason rankings because then it it sort of decides the whole season. What if we had put Duke at number nine?
0: I, they just beat Clemson, so yeah.
1: why can't they be well, number nine? You know,
0: we wait till uh, you know halfway through the season before we do our first playoff rankings. Yes. Why don't we just wait and not run a poll till like week six, yeah. seven, eight? I, There's no point. I mean, but you know they like it. Yes, because They it can shows
1: fancy on TV. I get they it. can
0: sell games. But
1: guess what? Colorado TCU, <laughs> I would have watched no matter who was ranked or not ranked. Clemson Duke, I probably wouldn't have watched no matter who's ranked or not. Wake, and I watched a little bit of it. Preseason rankings drive me nuts. <laughs> and I'm sure next year I will come back on and bitch about them some more. <laughs> it's stupid to rank teams before you've seen them. All right, a couple teams I wanted to talk about. Washington, Boise State. Uh, <laughs> Boise State looked a lot like they did last year. They have really good players, but they also give up a whole lot of explosive pace. I don't know how much of that is Washington- because I will say, I was really, really impressed with Washington's yeah, offense. I here. wasn't expecting
0: this. Um, I, I I, had Boise State plus the spread, and, and Washington just come out and dominated. Penix looked like he's going to compete for a yeah, Heisman. It, um, yeah, this is definitely a team that's going to compete in the yeah, Pac-12.
1: I think so as well. i I'm impressed with the way Washington came out. Offense looked good. Uh, defense was a little hot and cold. I thought Boise moved the ball on him, but did a— handful of stupid things and then once that got out of hand we mentioned Colorado TCU good win to go into TCU yeah. uh, by Colorado. It was also a
0: close game too. Yes. I, we're was, talking a lot about Colorado here in a game that they really had to play amazing I, to eke out a win against a team that might only win five or six games that's this year.
1: what I think <laughs> we're talking about a TCU. I, I, we mentioned it in our preview.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, TCU, I think we both had unders on them.
1: TCU had a lot of sort of Gary Patterson DNA left in it on the defensive side of the ball. As that year went on, Mm -hmm. it started to erode and erode and erode, and by the time you got in the playoffs, they weren't stopping anybody. They were in the normal game, and this sort of continued the trend of where they play shootouts last ball wins. TCU had the ball last but uh, couldn't win. Now, I also think if you watch that game, TCU was trying to hold on to that ball to score – and leave no time on the clock, which might have sort of held them back a little bit yeah. because I think they knew if they gave Colorado the ball back, they were going to drive down and score. Uh, bad defense, really bad defense from both sides. Yeah. Um, Other things, North Carolina, South Carolina. I, I don't know if this is, you know, South Carolina being bad. I will say this. North Carolina's offense always looks good, yeah. but I thought their defense looked normal which is an improvement uh over what i've seen from north yeah carolina
0: i've learned my lesson years. from the past yeah. i'm gonna take it slow jumping on this north carolina bandwagon <laughs> no it's week too.
1: this is where you usually like to go up uh, <laughs> a very large
0: bandwagon. well we'll see north what my bandwagon. picks are here to, uh, tomorrow but yeah no nah, i i i don't think you could really take a whole lot of, out of this game other than these teams are kind of what you expected yeah. them to be i i think I expected a little bit more competition from South Carolina here, but, you know, Rattler actually played a really solid game. I think he had something like 77% completion rate and he yeah. threw for over 350 yards. Um, but North Carolina's offense was better, and, and South Carolina struggled to finish drives. Um, but we'll see what – I I don't think I would rate South Carolina's offense no. in a top tier, and uh, they – they played okay defensively against North Carolina. This is a team that's going to score a lot of yeah. points year-long. Um, but I, I still think this North Carolina team can find themselves in a situation where they lose a game in a shootout because that's what they do. Yeah,
1: I think I just I sort of moved Carolina up a tick in my head and dropped maybe South Carolina a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we
0: saw things that we liked from South Carolina this <laughs> year. I don't know if they're going to improve on that. Yeah. I think... It can, looks similar to last year. I, I, they may be able to repeat yeah. what they did last year. They may fall back a game or two.
1: All right, let's uh, get to uh, the game I was off off on, uh, Tulane, South Alabama. Yeah. Uh, I, speaking of ticks I move up, uh, I watched pretty much this whole game. I, I'm moving Tulane up uh, probably about three <laughs> yeah. ticks. Their, their off- quarterback looks uh, amazing. Their offense was possibly the most efficient machine I have seen. Uh, their quarterback was literally just throwing darts 20, 25, 30 yards down the field. Uh, And their defense, which is actually what I was a little worried about, uh, looked pretty solid. Now, once again, we don't know what South Alabama is. Last year they were a very good team. I think this is a very good win. They did not show it this year, so it's hard to give that grade, but I was impressed from what I saw. You go back
0: two years ago, South Alabama was terrible. Yes. Was last year the— the outlier, outlier, and now are they going to regress back to the norm this year? So I'm tempted to go big Tulane week two at home against Ole Miss. Uh, I'm I'm curious. I haven't looked yet to see what that point over is. Uh, I guarantee it's at least 70. Yeah. uh, Because there's going to be some scoring in this game. Um, But I I maybe look for an SEC team to go down on the road week two.
1: Yeah, I was looking at it, but then uh, all I've been hearing on every podcast I – I hear Tulane. is the sleeper Tulane, and I'm like, well, if everybody is putting money on Tulane, it's not really well, a sleeper. maybe
0: we look for a points play it, it, instead of picking a side there.
1: But, uh, you know. Uh, well, and
0: we wondered what Tulane was going to be because yes. they lost some guys to the NFL off that last was, year, and they, they showed that they haven't lost any steam. Yeah,
1: it wasn't offensively. I knew they'd be highly yeah. efficient on cool. offense. I was impressed defensively by mm-hmm. what they did. It continued... <laughs> Uh, from last year's team that was able to compete defensively with uh, good football teams, a uh, couple other games to touch on: Fresno State Purdue. Uh, Fresno State went in there and won. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think, I think it happened the way we thought. Better football coach goes in and wins a yeah, game. Yeah, I think people First have Sunday forgotten that
0: Tedford's coach. still at Fresno yes. State. A, a you know great probably Hall of Fame college yes. coach, and uh, going into a you know brand-new coach at Purdue with a yeah. just a, a bad team there. I had that pick, um, but I the way that spread was, I was kind of confused on that one. Yeah,
1: I think it was just more of a home-type uh, thing. Uh, I was going to do a deep dive on Akron Temple, uh, but you denied uh, that. Both those teams aren't very good. Yeah. Uh, um, Let's see Or Anything else Saturday, there wasn't a ton. UT San Antonio, Houston, yeah. I, I think that did not play out <sighs> how any of us I had thought. A, I had
0: a parlay going that if did UTSA you, just mm-hmm. gets the win there, I'm about $1,000 richer, you so have, I missed that one.
1: Did you have defensive struggle, UTSA Houston?
0: Well, considering in my picks I had the over, uh, <laughs> and I think it was at 60, uh, missed that one by just a little yeah, bit. I think uh, you needed
1: to take the alternate line under 30 on that one. Um Little, uh, not a great performance to start out the gate for UT San Antonio. Yeah. Uh,
0: I, I think big bounce back this yeah. week in um, a game they're going back home. And uh, hopefully they can ride the ship. You know, that was a non conference game now. Uh, so
1: <laughs> I will say it was impressive the way their defense held the team. So uh, I mean, something they didn't do a whole lot last year. So if that defense comes and the offense finds its place. Uh, uh, they might be all right. I, I
0: may be eating crow on Houston though because they looked semi okay.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm not sure that's how Dana Holgerson planned it out. But <laughs> if they're a hard nosed bullish team, maybe that's. I would
0: I would have had money on him being the first coach fired. Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, he probably won't now. Uh, Cal scored 58 points. Uh, yeah. Now. <laughs> I remember I Saturday morning I texted you, I like the Cal team total over 55. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't take it. I no. don't think anybody took it. I had
0: it. North Texas.
1: Because <laughs> I don't even think they scored
0: 55 total points all My of shit. last year. It's so up. Uh, and this was a road game.
1: Yeah. What do you uh, – I, I don't want to deep dive this game too much, but that's – 58 from Cal is pretty impressive. Are we going
0: to lock in some futures on Cal?
1: I. They've always been able to compete defensively if they can score 50 points. Pac-12 maybe.
0: champion, they become what, a what's continue- that line at at the moment? Uh,
1: well, it's probably a lot. Um, <laughs> I think that pretty much does it for Saturday. Uh, Texas State went into Baylor and won. I think we can probably mark Baylor off. I, I'm curious how long that coach sort of gets a, a life. Texas Tech went to Wyoming 35-33. I think that shocks some. Uh, it never shocks me. Uh, You don't mess around and go into Laramie. (laughs) Bad things happen. Uh, Coastal Carolina, UCLA. um, It's sort of the UCLA performance. It's not what you think in your head from Chip Kelly, but it's a football game win, 27-13. I didn't think Coastal looked great, but UCLA got the win. Uh, Sunday... The marquee game, another one where everybody is now Florida State, is going to win the national championship. Granted, I thought Jordan Travis looked ridiculously I think they're
0: definitely, you could call them the best team in the ACC.
1: Right now, they would be my favorite in the ACC. Uh, 45-24, dominant second half from Florida State. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see if this can continue. It's a continuance from the second-half surge they had last Well, see,
0: I, I kind of was leaning Florida State the whole way because I wasn't as big on LSU preseason like a lot of the media was. I didn't quite understand the hype. Um, everybody loves Jaden Daniels. Yes, he's an okay athlete, Um I, I don't know where he falls in as a, a drive leader on this team. We got
1: the Jaden Daniels experience. It was uh, a dud today. Next week it might be 300-300 with four touchdowns. But, but this
0: isn't a team that's going to run through the gauntlet in SEC, yeah. and, and, and I'm i not a big fan of Brian Kelly. Uh, he's terrible in big-game situations, uh, terrible in bowl games, terrible in playoff games, and this is another big-game situation that I think a lot of it this game was coaching. Uh Poor coaching performance in this one.
1: Yeah, I just thought Florida State looked like the better team and the better football team won. It's, once again, one of those ranking things. If no one saw LSU had a 5 by their name and FSU had an 8 by their name, we would have watched the game and been like, Florida State is the better football team here. Um, We'll touch on uh, Northwestern Rutgers. Uh, Rutgers won Northwestern looks really really bad uh speaking of teams who might not score 55 points uh all year long granted they did sneak that touchdown in with about 30 seconds left <laughs> in the uh, fourth quarter uh but I, I think we'll combine these two because oregon yeah. state granted san jose state not exactly the toughest of tough competition uh but dj quarterback uh looked like the quarterback we saw, what, three years ago when he was a freshman, um, and Clemson uh, looked like Clemson basically has looked for the last two years. They can't score points.
0: Yeah, I, I, I honestly, you know, they started to find points at the end of last year, and then they, they fire their offensive coordinator, they bring in a new offensive coordinator, and they try to implement a new system. You know, Klubnik looked like he was starting to catch on to the system last year, which has led to D.J. Uyungle moving on to Oregon State. And then this new system, Klubnik, doesn't look like he's competent, and they could barely get any points on the board. Yeah, Uh, maybe. And D.J. puts up three touchdowns and 200-something yards at Oregon State.
1: and rushes for a bunch more. Anyway, Oregon State offense looked good. Maybe a shift Jonathan Smith down to Clemson or not. I like him at Oregon State. Uh, But, I I mean— I, I guess it's a little shocking, maybe the score totality. Yeah. 28 7, but I wasn't stunned they lost. That's why when you were talking to me about the game, I was like, I'm not touching it because I want to see what Clemson is. First.
0: Yeah, I didn't end up making a play on this one. I was leaning more Clemson. I'm glad I didn't take a play, but I really looked at this game and I was like, anything could happen here. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't, I couldn't really predict it. And, and like I, you know.
1: Yeah, we, Clemson is pretty much what they are. They, yeah. They have to hold you under twenty points because I don't yeah. think they can easily I, it, get it, to twenty it, points.
0: It's going to show that you know Dabo's more of a recruiter than a coach, and if he doesn't have a generational talent at quarterback, I don't no know. If running he, back, that's I, I don't know if he <laughs> or can win. Receivers, <laughs> yeah. it's
1: basically nothing on offense is of elite, and it doesn't even seem like he can find that because if DJ continues to progress and show he's the quarterback that everybody thought he was i think it's going to open more questions uh you know that closes it wasn't a
0: great no there wasn't a a college football. i was really actually kind of disappointed and especially with when they have the games on friday saturday sunday and monday saturday was actually a really light slate of college football and i I was kind of disappointed i I, yeah I, i watched uh the tennessee game obviously early and then i was like okay now what to watch? Yeah, and I, I was like, okay, I guess I'll watch South Alabama Tulane.
1: I think uh, which was
0: a good game, but there wasn't big marquee matchups. We get a little bit better in week two, yeah. but uh, yeah, I was I didn't like the spread out, but you know we've got NFL coming up, so hopefully it'll condense it down and make the day a little bit better.
1: Yeah, I, I think so. It was one of those days where I watched a lot of games, but I didn't feel like I had I could get up and go and come back and get up and go and come back yeah. and sort of get the gist. So uh, I think. Week two might be a little better. Uh, hopefully, it'll be a little better betting-wise for me. Uh, I did make some of that up, at least on the uh, Florida State game. Yeah. <laughs> Granted, that's what happens when you have five days of college football and one day of show. You can't necessarily make your all your decisions on that. Let's switch gears here and uh, close out our NFL previews because uh, we're about to get into the NFL season. and We're going to start out with... What I think is probably the uh, best division in football, the AFC North. Uh, really, I think all four of these teams are really yeah. good football teams. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can, you can tell me any one of them could win this division. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I, you could talk me into if things break right, any of them could maybe go to the Super Bowl too. So yeah, it's, it, it's depth. Uh, on every one of these, let's uh, kick things off with the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, who have been sort of the uh, best team in this division for uh, about a two year run. Not much change up, uh, a couple uh, different spots here and there. Uh, you know, SimGP Ryan goes out, so it's all mixing. A couple defensive guys left, um, but you still have your sort of core of Burrow, Chase, Higgins, Boyd. Uh, you know, offensive line question marks, but you still got Hendrickson, you know, uh, back there, uh, echoing the line, uh, on the defensive side of the ball. A couple good linebackers for yeah. Cincinnati. Uh, how do you think they're going to progress? I, I feel like, especially with the injury to Burrow, that they've been sort of mom. I feel like this could be a Bengals team that starts a little slow, a lot like last year, and sort of progresses as the year goes Well, on. well
0: it's like you said. This team isn't really presenting any new challenges yeah. to their opponents. Um, they're basically rolling the dice with the same team they've rolled with the last couple of years for the most part. Um, now it's been a good team. It got them to a Super Bowl. Yes. Um, and, and, you know, sometimes just games got to break your way. They didn't really break their way last year. Maybe stuff goes their way this year. But, yeah, I mean, it all hinges on Burrow's health. They got to keep him healthy. Um, Doesn't look like it's going to prevent his game time, but we'll see if that lingers or hangs around. Um, But yeah, I mean, not a whole lot of changes here. Uh, I I think they got to. They didn't really approve a whole lot defensively. Mixon, uh I think they he took a some kind of small one year deal, so yeah. he's happy.
1: I think that's the spot I, I'm interested in on the offensive side of the thing. He's had injury issues. They've in the lost past. P Ryan. He's had injury. Uh he has a couple off the field issues, <laughs> but he's basically had that his whole life. Uh and I, I thought he wasn't all that great last year. Uh he was good. But I wonder if there's a little bit more sort of, you know, he's at his running back limit where he's no longer great and they don't have a ton of depth behind him. So I wonder if that hurts them a little bit, especially with, you know, their offensive line. Yeah. That's, it was better than it was two years ago, but I don't think we'd call it something great. So that concerns me a little bit. But when you have Higgins chasing Boyd, out there uh, you know you could sort of play around it and you could still sort of dump it off to him but I I think the Bengals will be solid but it wouldn't stun me if they didn't win the division this year Uh, like I said I think this division is just going to be sort of hell to go through and it's it's kind of going to be like who plays who at the right time then you know having one team that's better than all the rest Uh, let's go to the biggest wild card here uh the Cleveland Browns um uh basically everything on their team is really really good except for execution execution <laughs> and whatever you're going to get from the quarterback position if yeah. it's you know Watson from I don't know three years ago I I think this is a legitimate team that could easily win this division and be a you know top-tier team in the AFC. Um, if it's Deshaun Watson from what we saw those last sort of 10 games last year, it gets a little bit more dicey. Because I, I think defensively this team's one of the best defenses in the league. They have weapons on offense. They probably have the best running back in the league now in Nick Chubb. You got Coop, Cooper. You got Peoples-Jones. You got Elijah Moore. You got Njoku. uh you know their line is really really good, especially on the interior and defensively. You know with Garrett and Smith and uh, I, I just I think this could be a really good team, but the Watson's a question mark.
0: Yeah, I think we'll see some improvement uh, from Watson this year. I, I actually I've been eyeballing this tight end in fantasy and David and Joku. Yeah. I think uh, he actually was one of Watson's favorites when Watson came in in the in the last year, and I think the combination of a strong run game and a strong tight end. He may not have, you know, amazing weapons at wide receiver. I think Cooper's still pretty yeah. solid. Um, so I think we'll see a step up in offense, and I, th- I think they're going to see some more wins this year and, and be competitive in this yeah,
1: division. Yeah, I-, I think the thing about this team is it's probably the one in the division where it it could win four games, it could win 12 games, where I think – all the rest you can pretty much say are going to be between eight to twelve
0: wins. I think one concern on this team is uh, is health and yes. depth, uh, because outside of their starting guys, they really lack a little bit of depth. You know, especially if yes. Watson goes out, I, I you know worry about this team. So yes,
1: that's correct, <laughs> uh, but uh, we'll see. Uh, it should be an interesting year with Cleveland. We'll probably know sort of early. Uh, where they are and how Watson's playing. Uh, Let's go to the Baltimore Ravens.
0: Uh, Lamar got his contract. Lamar
1: got his contract. Granted, he didn't get the Deshaun Watson contract, (laughs) uh, but uh, who does? (laughs) Um, Interesting sort of, uh, they sort of totally rebuilt the offense here. Uh, A new offensive coordinator. Uh, They... Probably actually have receivers. Yeah,
0: Beckham Jr.'s in. Beckham
1: Jr.'s in. The draft pick, Zy Flowers. Theoretically, Rashad Bateman, who I've really liked for two years. uh, When he's been on the field, he's been a really, really good receiver. It was really the last time Minnesota had offense (laughs) in college football that Bateman was on that team. Uh, But you got that. Theoretically, a healthy J.K. Dobbins, although
0: he's been kind of yeah. mid holdout. I don't know. He's. I
1: said theoretically. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's. He's looks like he's going to play now, but he's. But I don't. Worry. I don't think he's happy. Yes. So uh, he's definitely won a deal. Maybe that is incentivizing him to play better.
1: But I don't worry too much about the uh, Ravens running game. They always have three or four backs. Yeah. Plus, you have Lamar Jackson, who yeah. uh, is there. Andrews. I think defensively. Um, They've already started to have injuries with Humphrey and a couple of the other guys. Uh, It it started to get a little bit old last year, too. Now they've uh, let a couple of those guys go, and Campbell, uh, a couple of the other guys. Granted, they had to sign Clowney, which is everybody's sort of emergency pull (laughs) lever if you need to get a pass rush and you're out of bodies. Yeah, he has motivation (laughs) issues. Uh, But uh, I think offensively this will be a – Really, really good team. If the defense can sort of uh, get healthy by midseason, uh, I think they could be. I'm just up there.
0: My question is, you know, Jackson's been a weapon, but he's getting older. Yeah. And um, can he improvise as much? Because I think this offensive line isn't very strong. No, they're okay. They're not the best. They're not the worst. No. They're kind of middle road offensive line. But you know, he can make plays. I'm interested to see what he can do. Uh, if there's a breakdown, if he can still make the spectacular plays like he did in his MVP year. Uh, I'm not a big fan, uh, but we'll, we'll see what he can do. I, I just worry about health and depth on this yes. team as well.
1: I think that's where you worry, and that's where the defensive injuries that have already started to mount, yeah. you get a little worried. Uh, I think we're going to see the maximum capabilities of this offense. If the new offensive coordinator can do it, we'll see if the Ravens can move. But, I mean even if the ravens are bad they're sort of like the steelers where they're going to win their 8 to 10 games. Yeah,
0: well-coached team. Every year.
1: Yeah. Uh and we go to the steelers same sort of thing. But I I'm, I'm a little bit bigger on the steelers team. I am too. I think the steelers team could be really really good. Their question mark of course is Pickett. I don't think you need like a high-end quarterback level from Pickett. You just need a productive quarterback who won't turn it over and can get the ball to their guys like Pickens, like Johnson, uh, you know, uh, drop it off to Harris or uh, Jalen Warren when they need to and then let this defense and the pass rush sort of take over and dominate I,
0: I think he could step up and fill what Roethlisberger yes. was to this team. You know, they never End,
1: end of the End of the career raffles. Yeah, back.
0: I mean, he could he could create some, but it does. I mean, you use the talent, yeah. the The coaching around you because, I, you know, Mike Tomlin's one of the best yes. coaches in the NFL, I think. Uh, he always has been, always produced at, at no yeah. matter what he has. The last the couple
1: of years managing to get to 500 with some yeah. of those teams that were just brutally terrible, it was amazing. And I think this is the first chance in a couple of years where they have some talent to sort of match. And I think – there is sort of a dark horse. Not to give away any too many futures, <laughs> but I think this is a little bit of a dark horse. But in I,
0: I would not be shocked to see Pickett move into the top 10 quarterback role. Yeah, uh, I could
1: definitely see that because there's a cutoff around seven or eight. That, uh,
0: <laughs> and, and, and I think if they get that from him, watch out. This team could be very competitive, especially when you get to the nitty gritty of the yes. playoffs where any, anything can happen. This team is built. For playoffs.
1: Yes, I think so. And uh we might see that a little bit in my futures. All right, uh that gives uh give me a winner for the AFC North. Probably oh. the hardest division to pick, I think. And I think that reflected in the odds because I think everybody was in and around two hundred.
0: Uh, give me Bengals to win and then Steelers first wild card.
1: Steelers first wild card.
0: I, I right there game back of the Bengals.
1: i think i'm gonna lean towards the steelers uh because i think the Bengals will get off to too slow a start and they'll sneak in the wild card uh honestly when we get to my there's a possibility all four of these teams might yeah. uh sneak into the wild card especially if a couple injuries happen in like the afc east uh we're about to get to the afc south where Whew. uh interesting i i'd say two teams starting rookie quarterbacks One team who probably won't have the quarterback that's playing quarterback next year. And then Jacksonville, who seems to be everybody's darling this year. But, uh, you know, you never know. You you got the jump last year, mostly because Urban Meyer was not there. And I think a monkey could have taken over that situation and gotten an improvement. Uh, The type of improvement they did was uh, impressive. Adding Calvin Ridley, I think, was a nice move and you look at this and now they got some nice pass catchers out yeah. there. I thought Christian Kirk was really really good last year. Uh you know, Ad Ridley, Jones, Ingram, got ATN in the backfield. Lawrence is, continues to progress. The line still a little bit uh, of an issue. Yeah. Uh but more I, than a little bit, I think. <laughs> yes, probably so, but I think that's what you have the young quarterback for. He can sort of move around and avoid that issue now, you know, three or four years from now, he might have this status where he says, we're bringing in some guys who can block for me. Uh, Defensively, it's it's sort of hot and cold because there are guys on this defense that I love, and at times it looks like a dominant defense, and then at times it looks just like... It's hard to sort of put them down because they have guys who I, I think are really, really sort of elite defenders, but sometimes they just give up a ton of yards, sometimes they reach that potential.
0: Yeah, well, this team's definitely going to benefit um, very manageable schedule, uh, to say the least, um, especially looking at the division opponents. Yes. Um, but I I, I think you, you're you going to see Lawrence take another step, um, which may help him overcome the deficiencies at offensive line a little yeah. bit more. They picked up a couple more weapons at receiver. Um, he's really going to have options to move it around between Ingram, Ridley, Kirk, Jones. Uh, Hopefully ETN can have a full healthy season this year. Um, Like you said, their defense isn't going to win them games. It just needs to not lose them games. It
1: has enough guys to make plays. Yeah.
0: I I think if this defense is strong enough to keep teams under say 27 points, this team's going to be competitive. But if they're giving up four or five touchdowns, it's going to be tough for Lawrence because you know, he's going to get overly aggressive and that's when the turnovers come.
1: Yeah. Uh, It'll be an interesting year for Jacksonville. I think this is, we either see the jump or sort of regression and sort of, you know, what they are is what they are. Uh, We'll go to the, let's go to the Titans next. Um, I I think, I don't think either of us sort of know what they are or quite what they want to do. I Honestly, I think this team can be a nine-win team and compete for this division, but... I also think it's one of those that if things go badly early, they are the one one of the ones who will be like, well, we can get Caleb Williams. Let's shut this thing down. I,
0: I, I've i been kind of confused. We got a new GM yes. this past year, and uh, he immediately goes out and trades up to get the first pick in the second round to mm-hmm. to draft Will Levis, a, a guy I'm not mm-hmm. very big on.
1: I don't think they're um, very big on.
0: And I, I just, I, I, I don't know. Um, there's some confusing decisions here. Money's being spent in weird places. That's, I, it's just um,
1: hard to understand. I, I,
0: well, they, they, they won't take a path. Yes. There's like three paths they're trying to walk all at the same time. Are you going to rebuild? Are you going to go for a championship? What are you doing? And they're kind of in between on everything, and it's just making it into a big mess. Uh, Coaching-wise... Which, wise, which I, is unfortunate because I think Vrabel's one of the best coaches in the what, NFL. <laughs> I
1: think I think that's where the problem lies, too, is... Well, he
0: also wins more than what they're wanting him to win.
1: <laughs> it, it's hard to sort of tank because if you give him any sort of talent, which this team has playmakers yep. on a couple different levels on both sides of the ball, yep. and they're going to sneak away and win games. It's not necessarily going to look all that fun to watch, but they'll win games, and that's where I'm saying... You know, you're in a crappy division uh, where the only other team really is Jacksonville. They can contend for the division, but is it something you really want to do? Because then you're going in next year, once again, low first-round pick. Uh, I'm assuming Tannehill won't be back, but, you know, there's no telling. But I don't know if you walk into next season with a Will Levis. Or I, um, Malik Willis.
0: I, I think right now the plan is will levis uh, you know I look I hope I think their defense is going to be improved this yes. year. Uh Landry going out in the preseason was really tough last year because the combination of him and Simmons on that defensive line uh just really changes the dynamic on defense yeah. because it helps their coverage out when they're getting well, that's the, was, when they're getting that pass rush. If they can
1: get the pass rush from Landry and Simmons the corners don't get as exposed yeah. which is Really their real problem. Fulton's La-
0: another year away from yes. his knee back surgery that yes. he had in college. And uh, you know, they've still got the great leader in Bayard at safety. Yeah. Um linebacker plays iffy. Yeah, uh, I
1: was going to say it's not yeah. exquisite, but it's not like the worst. Landry's there, right? great,
0: but he's more of a defensive yes. end than a linebacker. Um, but like I said, if they can generate that pass rush, Jeffrey Simmons is one of the best defensive tackles in the league. Um, that'll help. Their defense, they're going to run the ball well. They've got Henry. Uh, They've got a couple other guys behind him that are good. I I, I like – Hopkins is going to help the offense, I think, because I think Burks uh, struggled last year because he was the guy. Well, that's what I was going to to
1: say. It's sort of a – it's put up time for Burks. It's going to be his year because Hopkins is going to seal the, the coverage. It's got to be more than sort of preseason talk and showing cool videos of him running fast and yeah. making cool one-handed catches. It's got to translate into the game
0: consistently. Well, and Ber- Hopkins being out there will help uh, him not get doubled as often, so I think that'll help. And, and, and Tannehill being out there, if he can stay healthy, I think he, he doesn't have as much. I don't even know what upside the other guys yeah. have. Like I said, when, I, I don't I don't understand because neither one of those guys are flashy no. either. Um, but Tannehill, if he's at his best, is a top. 15, 20 th- quarterback in the league?
1: I think you it it's we go back to the Steelers, it's sort of what you'd want Pickett to be. But yeah. When Tannehill was probably at his best yeah. a couple years ago, I don't know if he could still reach it. He's a little older than you think, too.
0: Well, and the problem is is their their offensive play calling is questionable, yes. in my opinion. Uh first down, they have the highest first down run percentage of any team in the league. They know what's coming, they load the box, they stuff Henry. Then you get into a forced into a passing situation. So I, I think uh, if their offensive play calling gets a little bit more dynamic, it could help them out. And but now they have some better weapons this year, so yeah. that may help out as well.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I think it's. I think it, both of us are on sort of a wait and see. Yeah, I, I think coast.
0: this team ceiling nine, ten wins maybe. Yeah. Floor, huh, there's no telling. Well, it depends I, on how fast. I, if the rails go off, it could go way that's, off. I
1: wonder, but. It, it's a little like the Rams where I think it would be hard to convince the coach to be like, we don't want to win. We'd like Caleb well, Williams. And I know
0: mm-hmm. Vrabel is really close with ownership. Yeah. I think they involve him a lot mm-hmm. in the GM decisions. Um, I, I I think he's happy with uh, what the way things are going, but he's a he would be a highly sought after coach yeah. if things went weird in, in, in Tennessee because he he's a players guy and he can win with uh with scraps that he's proven in Tennessee. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Like you said, it's a good wait and see. Yeah.
1: Uh let's go to Indianapolis. Um I I, I don't even know what this really is. It's crazy is. to think that it was just
0: two years ago. Was it
1: two, three years ago? Two yes. years ago. Well, I mean, that two years ago. Luck retired right before the season. I mean, two years, three ago, years ago, it was Rivers playing Buffalo, and they had the ball going yeah. for to win in Buffalo. And uh, this is, I, I, they don't need to tank because they have their quarterback of the future. I, I think we both like Richardson, but we're a little apprehensive. I he think has- he could have used more seasoning.
0: Yeah, well, he's he's gonna get the seasoning this yes. year. Uh, he has a lot of growing, I think. Um, it, it could be uh, he's just got to keep his head up and power through this year and just keep going and just look at it week to week. This team, I don't think, has any playoff future this year. Um, but if he can grow, that'll help them in the future.
1: I I sort of see it like one of two ways. I'll, I'll pull back to one of your Titan favorites. It, it could go the Josh Allen way, where he's very similar in pretty much. Body type. Then all you do is start bringing in some weapons, or it can go the Jake Locker route, who also was built like a tank, could run, could pass, but it never, never translated, never worked. And I I think the college experience was a little more. You know, Allen played four years at Wyoming. Locker played that sort of one-and-a-half years at Washington, where I think it was sort of similar to what Richardson is. Now, granted, Locker got banged up, but I think there's a chance here where Richardson gets banged up. You bring that Eagles offensive coordinator in to be the head coach, Um, I guarantee you he's going to be used like a battering ram here early, especially I'm assuming there isn't really a Jonathan Taylor involved. I I mean, maybe yes, maybe no. I'm crossing that off, and you don't have a ton of weapons. I, I like Michael Pittman. That's a good, you know, sort of NFL two, low, low NFL one receiver. Other than that, there's not much dynamicism on this Colts offense. The line is sort of aged quicker than I think most people think. <coughs> And same defensively.
0: The defense has lost a lot of weapons. And
1: I, this, honestly, right now, if you were looking at futures, I think the Texans have a better outlook than the Colts right now.
0: Yeah, yeah I just, I, I think the game plan here is to just, if they can just prevent Richardson from getting hurt, yeah, get him a lot of experience, and then start putting together new weapons uh, yeah. for the future. I, I think you keep Pittman around and sort of. I think that's why they're 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 hoping for picks for Taylor at this yeah. point but uh, yeah. I don't know what's going to happen Good there. Good luck at
1: that. <laughs> um, I think it'll be a very bad Colts year. Um, granted, we'll see what the coach does. It's an unknown there as well. I'm sort of in between here on the Texans. <laughs> the quarterback scares me a little bit, but I, I think there are pieces here. I, I think defensively this could be a little bit of a nasty uh, team to play. I, I love the coaching hire here. I don't know if I love his decision to choose the Texans over uh, you know, all the teams, but they do have a lot of draft picks to sort of build this team up yeah. over the next handful of years. We'll see what C.J. Stroud can do. Not my favorite, but I, I think there's capabilities to be a solid NFL quarterback. Um, I, I, I don't think they will be a top-tier team, but... Last year, even when they didn't play well, they were still a pain in the ass to play. I think this could be a pain in the ass team to play and still win. I think they could get into that six-win range, maybe so, especially with the division.
0: Uh, I'm not so sure about that. I just... I don't know how Stroud's going to do with the, just the lack of weapons they've got. Yeah. I, I don't like really well, any of the I, guys. Well,
1: I feel like there's going to be a lot of handoffs
0: yeah. <laughs> to Pierce. <laughs> uh, and that and that may work out for them. And, and you know, we just talked about the, the Colts are going to be very beatable, the Titans, we don't know what they're going to be. So we look at those division games as opportunities.
1: And they beat Jacksonville uh, all the they, time. They get the. <laughs> I
0: think NFC South is yes. one of their division as their their cross conference division. So they got games against the Bucks. They got games against Carolina. Yeah, Carolina. Well, basically
1: so. everybody. That's
0: so there's winnable games there that you may not have to score forty points yes. to win. Uh, you could go out there and get twenty something and, and get a win. Um, so uh, they just really. I, I'm not sure how they need to use Stroud because. Uh, I just don't know how explosive this offense. That's is That's why
1: I'm be. curious what they're gonna do. They were. They at, may just
0: ground and pound.
1: You you shouldn't really look at last year because it's yeah. all different. I'm, they were pretty aggressive offensively at times last year, but they did have cooks in there and. Uh, but I like Pierce, and I think that's what it's. I think it's gonna be a lot of ground and pound, and a lot of nasty. And just tough nuts defense. And it's sort of a game that can remain tight and see if the other team makes a mistake or two uh you know I, I like will anderson jr uh you know stingley their pick last year i think is a pretty good pick they're building pieces yeah they I, got
0: a lot of draft picks mm-hmm. for the next couple of years i
1: i don't think they're ready but i like i looked at someone like the colts and i think they could contend for you know worst team in the nfl i look at this team and i don't think they're going to be a good team but i don't think they will be in contention for worst team in the NFL and they have no real reason to tank either uh, this time they have their quarterback yeah they have you know high-end defensive guys they're about filling out weapons on the outside and uh, a couple pieces here and there defensively all right so AFC South you got a winner here I think it's sort of between one and a half teams <laughs> Yeah, it,
0: it, it pains me to do so but the Jags are gonna win this division again yeah um, titans depending on how it goes might be able to compete for a wild yeah. card um but um uh, i'm interested to see what the jags can do yeah i think i, I think Ridley, uh you know before his his issue uh, he was a top 10 wide receiver yeah, in the they, league
1: the the falcons were still relevant to when yeah. they were using him i think i think people forget how good he was on those falcons teams uh before you know he left
0: oh uh, yeah jags
1: yeah. Uh I'd probably go Jags but I I have a little bit more trust than the Titans and I'm a little nervous, you know, Jags sorta of peaked out. Uh but I could also see Jags make that step and become jump into that pond of one of the top sort of teams in the AFC. All right, let's close it out with the AFC West. Uh one team that pretty much is in the Super Bowl every year recently and uh three teams that You have no earthly idea, I think, what you're going to get. We'll close with the Chiefs, so let's go Broncos first. Uh, Speaking of no idea what you're going to get. um, Let's ride. I think you'll get better football because <laughs> the coaching upgrade from uh, yeah. Melvin uh, Hackett to Sean Payton is probably the greatest.
0: Well, the Hackett hire was just to, hopefully they could get Rodgers. They had to go to Wilson as their backup plan. Uh,
1: well, the Jets are about to find out. what. A, um, I, I'm interested in this team. Judy's already hurt, but it, we aren't getting much information there. He might be ready he might not be ready so i don't know how hard he is they have skill guys that's where this team is weird uh you know judy sutton mems uh you know they have p ryan they have javante williams coming back from injury uh the (coughs) o-line it's not the best in the nfl but it's a solid unit um quarterback Might be a little bit of an issue. I don't know if you usually say that when you guarantee a quarterback $200 million. But uh, I think that's where we have to start. Is this done, or do we get at least a sort of Sean Payton can cover over the Russell Wilson cracks here? Or do we get Jared Stidham, who... Got sort of a lot of money for a backup quarterback. I, you know,
0: I have a little bit too much faith in Sean Payton to believe this is going to be a really bad team yeah. this year. Uh, he can scheme probably better than anybody in the NFL. Uh, he's got some, like you said, skill positions. Um, but, I, it, you know, he, he made wide receivers. You know, I mean, he did have Drew Brees, but there were unknowns yes. that went into New Orleans and made plays and got yardage. uh Directly as a result of his play calling. Uh, So I think we'll see some of that here. Uh, It'll be a more rushing, heavy attack. I think so. And and then Dinkin and Duncan, which may help Russell uh, get a little bit more confidence and uh, and be able to play better. I don't think he goes back to being, you know, amazing. No. Um, But we've seen with this defense and this run game on this team, you don't have to be amazing to win games. Well, I think... You just have to not suck.
1: Yeah, I think the (laughs) thing you ask is, like, to be... Drew Brees towards the tail end there, yeah. Where distribute he, 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 you know. Now you're talking about one of the most accurate passers ever. So, but get the ball, hit those quick short slants, be accurate with it, run the ball. You know they had Camara and uh, Ingram, and uh, they have P. Ryan and Javante. We'll see how healthy Javante Williams is. If Javante can come back, uh, let's game six and be. Semi healthy, I think that mix with P. Ryan yeah. and Williams really will help them. Uh, defensively, it's a little bit hot and cold because you know they sort of gave away a couple guys at the trade deadline last year. Uh, I, I wouldn't call them an elite defense, but I wouldn't call them a bad defense either. It, it's sort of it, it's good enough to work with. I just that Judy has to be healthy. If Judy and Sutton are healthy, yeah. I think they can move the ball. And like I said, I, I think. Wins above what last year's coach to this year's coach, a little Doug Peterson esque in Jacksonville. I don't know if you quite get that many wins, but I certainly could see it because yeah. I mean you saw some bad Saints teams there towards the end that were able to win 10, 11 games. Yeah,
0: I I, I think we're gonna get in that eight, nine range, yes. uh, which is right at whether I think they're over under at I think yes. it's like seven and a half. I believe so. Uh, so it's it's right there, and I, I think we're gonna see that. Uh maybe compete for a wild card, but there's some good teams in this AFC. Yes.
1: Uh, I think that's where not necessarily this division. We'll get to the next one. Uh, the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, <laughs> this team looks very cool, as always, uh, when you pull up the sort of depth chart and roster. Is
0: it-
1: Speaking of coaches that probably shouldn't be there, um, granted, they did bring in Kellen Moore, offensive yeah. coordinator, who I think is sitting there tapping his finger, waiting to take over this. Well, team. We,
0: we saw what he did with Dak in yeah. Dallas, and uh, I think Dallas is going to pay the price of losing him, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's he's a pretty good uh quarterback coach and play caller, and uh, and they're going to need it because I, I think this is a make or break year for Herbert.
1: I think it is now. The stat nerds love him, so. I don't know if that's it, but Williams, Allen, uh, you know Palmer out there, Eckler back there. They, they they have a really solid offensive line. I mean, this team has what you want defensively. Uh, you know, Bosa and Mac along the defensive end. Darwin yeah. James probably. I, I mean, they call him a safety. I don't quite know. Well, so, <laughs> he's hybrid uh man all over the
0: field I just I think I think with with James and Mac and, and some of these guys I, I I think their window is on the tail yes, end this is um they need to make the playoffs that's yeah. what
1: they haven't even made the playoffs I think people don't you know they made it last year they blew that stupid game to Jacksonville speaking of coaching uh but it I want to see this team dominate and not have to sneak in the last day of the playoffs and then blow a 24 But,
0: I mean, Keenan Keenan Allen's been around forever. Yeah, Uh,
1: but I. speaking of staying healthy, Mike Williams has to stay healthy because I think that helps Keenan Allen because then he can get on that inside part of the slot, do what he does. Williams is that deep threat.
0: Can Eckler stay healthy? Can
1: Eckler stay healthy? But I I think they have enough depth at running back they usually seem to find. uh, You know, maybe Kellen Moore can – convince some sense, and they don't go for fourth and sixes on their own 20. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, this team has befuddled me for three years. Um, they, there's a lot of talent always there. and yeah, underachieve. It, it just never seems to live up to said talent. I don't even know if that's all Herbert's fault. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the coach, so the sooner Kellen Moore can take over, I think the better, but Uh, nonetheless, I, I, this is sort of, it has to be the year and I'm a little worried that the Broncos might be the one to sort of leapfrog them and what do we say? Push the chiefs. I mean,
0: I I don't know about push, but I mean, (laughs) hover
1: around the chiefs. (laughs) The thing
0: is the AFC, the way it is, if you want to pretty much guarantee Mm -hmm. that you get the wild card, you're going to have to get to 10.
1: Yeah. Because uh, I, so. I don't
0: even know if nine gets you in.
1: Yeah, I mean, we talked... Look
0: at the AFC East.
1: Yeah, we talked about, uh, you know, the AFC North where all four teams are contenders. Yeah. You look at the AFC East. There's three. There's three, and I, New England we might can't be... Can't count them out. Yeah, solid as well. You know, you look at the AFC South. I. You can't tell me Tennessee isn't going to at least contend for a wild card spot. Same with Jacksonville. Yeah, so I... There are a lot of teams aiming for a small amount of spots. So I don't think the Chargers can do their thing where they slow start and lose a handful of games they shouldn't. Let's switch things over to the last team in uh here and uh uh the Las Vegas Raiders. I honestly I do think this team will be terrible. Yeah. Uh speaking of coaches I don't like. Um this would be one uh for some reason they traded for jimmy g uh Devonte adams is still there that's a plus but i feel like that's a mid-season trade waiting to happen yeah to. Uh, there is no <laughs> way that guy wants to be here some contending team uh somehow josh mcdaniels turned hunter renfro into a guy who caught 110 passes into one that caught 30 uh jacobs is unhappy uh darren waller has already uh, abandoned ship and gone uh defensively other than Max Crosby uh they're still a-, a sieve um their line was atrocious and tried to kill Derek Carr last year <laughs> yeah uh I don't know what good to say other than this team has Devontae
0: Adams well and you know wh- how long is it before Garoppolo gets hurt again yeah he's proven to he With always, that line? <laughs> yeah, always gets hurt um yeah this is uh this is a disaster waiting to happen um yeah and uh, we could be looking at full rebuild soon in, yeah, in that's, Las Vegas.
1: I, I, I know they gave the coach a lot of money and a long contract, but
0: I don't understand that either. Yeah,
1: but. I, I can't foresee, uh, which I think this could be one of those worst teams. You know how this this could be one of them that is yeah. in the three four wind mark if things go badly, uh, especially if you know I. I love how we all love Aiden O'Connell in the preseason, but uh, both you and I watched him in college numerous times. Uh, he's not going to be the second coming, yeah. Might Be okay. Might not be all that much of a drop-off from Jimmy G, but uh, it's not going to be good. No. Uh, you know, it, I as if you have Jacobs and Adams, you're at least going to be able to do a little on offense, but... I, I think this could be bad, bad, and I wonder how quick they begin the season to go after Caleb Williams. Yeah, and, well.
0: and like, like you said, you know, I mean, there's only maybe two or three teams that I see this team could be potentially better than yeah. in, in the league. And uh, if it means going and getting the, the next hot quarterback. Yeah. There could be some competition.
1: Yeah. I feel a little bad for Max Crosby though. That guy works his ass off for a terrible defense. Uh, all right, let's go to the Chiefs here. Uh Super Bowl champs. Uh they they lose a couple of receivers. Uh you know, granted the two days ago we would have been a little bit different. With her preview, the Kelsey injury, yeah, puts things a little bit weird. Especially, I think I don't want to say this receiving core is bad. I, I think unproven. You don't know what you're getting out of Sky Moore. Uh, no one has known what they're getting out of Kadarius Tony for uh, I, his whole life, basically. You might get really, really good. You also might get a zero-catch day and well, a tantrum on the sideline.
0: I think the biggest concern is is through all these wide receiver changes they've had the last three years, there's always been at least one guy yeah. that you know is good enough to be a wide receiver one. And uh, I'm not sure if they've got that standout guy this yeah. year. Um, and I'm worried about their defense. Uh, how long is Christmas holdout going to be? Um, because uh, he says week eight.
1: I feel like it might. Be I've, I've, I've seen <laughs> I've seen
0: stats where last year on the field, off the field, on the field they're a top ten defense. Yes. When he's off the field, they're near the bottom.
1: That's well. Uh, he's is their defense. Uh, Schneid was really really good, and uh, Bolton. I, I mean, they made some good d- defensive draft picks last year, uh, but they do need Chris Jones in there. Um, you know, Jones. I said Smith, yes. I'm sorry. Uh, you know the Kelsey thing. If Kelsey's healthy. You know, yeah, they'll be I mean, fine. he's wide receiver one if yes. he's healthy. <laughs> I don't think they'll rush him back, so maybe there's a little bit of a slow start, especially if there's some sort of weird structural I, thing with the knee. I, we don't know anything right now. I've
0: so. actually been eyeballing this, uh, and looking at it in fantasy. Uh, look at a lot of production for Pacheco and McKinnon yeah. at the running back position, especially in the receiving game. Well,
1: the other thing is the, the one maybe Sean Payton is the uh, Andy Reid. Can yeah. turn a lot of very bad receivers into yeah. receivers that look very good. If you go look at a handful of those Eagle teams that he had with Donovan McNabb, there are some receivers whose names you you will not know <laughs> had a lot of catches. Todd Pinkston comes to mind. It, he can do things that you wouldn't do. But one, they need the healthy Kelsey. If if it is like an ACL tear or something, I I. Drop them down a uh, little bit. If,
0: if Kelsey's out, the Chargers have a very good shot yeah. at winning. Now
1: match. I think you know they Chiefs still can probably work themselves into oh, a yeah. the playoff spot. Andy Reid, Mahomes, you're pretty much fine, especially if Chris Jones comes back. But I, if Kelsey's hurt, bad, bad. I I think Super Bowl like contender contender, which they've been for yeah five years now, sort of falls off. Unless you know Kadarius Tony or Skymore turns into, you know, that elite receiver. So, uh, AFC West, do you have a winner?
0: Uh, yes. it's got to be. The Chiefs. Can you say anything? It's got to be the Chiefs? the Chiefs. I mean,
1: yeah. Um, we don't take against Mahomes and Andy Reid here. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs in this division. Yep. All right. Uh,
0: That's our all our
1: previews. All our previews. We just get to talk (laughs) sports now and not the theory of sports. Uh, That'll be fun. Be sure to like and subscribe and watch all our shows, especially our NFL future show, which will be up as well. Our winning daily with our picks, Dynamite Davids, will be out in the next couple days. Mine will be out as well in the next couple days. You'll want to catch all that action for a full slate of football. Probably won't have any soccer picks. I I don't think we're going to do Uh, Some random uh, national team games. I might take a peek, but uh, uh, I don't know. I I told him to put all his money on who's ever playing Gibraltar. So uh, maybe he throws that out there. But nonetheless, uh, all our football picks good week to have the international break in soccer yeah. gets us to balance it out with a little college football and NFL now uh, next week
0: it, it might be a little at little least late. the previews are uh, out of the yes. way now so that gives us a little bit more time
1: all right be sure to like and subscribe look for that NFL future show that's our show and we're out this is Stephen Airport information Mike wind at 320
0: degrees at 6 temperature where I'm gonna land only the word is crash Thank you